Will Miles Morales face the Sinister Six in Beyond the Spider-Verse? Welcome back to Nerdist News, I'm Dan Casey, and today our spider senses are tingling about another Across the Spider-Verse theory, which I guess technically it's a Beyond the Spider-Verse theory, but you catch my drift. It involves the arrival of some highly anticipated villains, and what could be one of the most dangerous battles Miles has faced to date. Folks, I'm talking about the Sinister Six. We're gonna break it all down for you in just a moment, but to talk about this in detail, we have to spoil what happens in Across the Spider-Verse. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, well, make like the spot and exit through the nearest hole. Okay, let's get into it, shall we? In classic comic book movie fashion, what appears to be an innocuous background detail or an Easter egg for fans could have a major impact on the next movie. In one of Across the Spider-Verse's most shocking reveals, Miles discovers that the Spider Society's Go Home machine did not send him back to Earth 1610. Rather, it sent him to Earth-42, a world full of torrential downpours, neon signs, and some very glaring differences compared to Earth-1610. Case in point, Miles' mom, Rio, has different colored eyes. His father, Jeff, died instead of his uncle, Aaron. And, uh, oh yeah, instead of Spider-Man, Miles became the Prowler, or as I've seen some fans call him, Kilometer Immorales. Now, this theory, which we spotted via Den of Geek and the Cosmic Circus, posits that Miles won't just have to contend with Miguel O'Hara and the Spider Society's finest trying to hunt him down across the multiverse. Before Miles can make his way back to his own reality to stop the spot from turning his dad into a human Jackson Pollock painting, he's gonna have to deal with the Sinister Six. As Miles swings around New York, you can hear J.K. Simmons' J. Jonah Jameson read a news report that the mayor has imposed a curfew because of the Sinister Six cartel. Now, the exact details of what the cartel is are unclear, but it seems likely they're a criminal organization that has New York City in a vice grip. And as with nearly every scene in this movie, the devil's in the details, in this case, somewhat literally. In this crime-addled, Spider-Manless version of New York, there are advertisements for companies and products which are named for members of the Sinister Six. There are signs for the Electrophone, Vulture Corp, a Sandman Rolex watch, Scorpo, Oct8, and a Rhino Casino called RR. From these, one can infer that the Sinister Six cartel is comprised of Electro, Vulture, Sandman, Scorpion, Dr. Octopus, and the Rhino. Unfortunately for founding Sinister Six members Craven and Mysterio, they're not part of this particular cartel. And sadly, old Green Goblin did not get an invite either, so don't get your hopes up for a recreation of that me and the boys meme from the 1960s Spider-Man cartoon. Although, considering how no one can do a Spider-Man pointing meme again after this movie, maybe they will. Because after all, we know the 60s universe universe exists in the Spider-Verse thanks to Miguel O'Hara. Let's start at the beginning one last time. Earth 67. Between Into the Spider-Verse and Across the Spider-Verse, we've met several potential Sinister Six members already. Green Goblin, Vulture, Kingpin, Dr. Octopus, and Rhino. But sadly, none of them ever teamed up like we could see on Earth-42. Seeing these Sinister Six come together is something that Sony's been trying to do for a long time. Back in 2013, they announced that Drew Goddard was going to write and direct a Sinister Six film, but sadly, it never came to pass. And as we mentioned in our recent video about the state of Sony's Spider-Man universe, it seems like they are still building towards a live-action version of the Sinister Six. All the villains that they're recasting as anti-heroes in this increasingly weird cinematic universe, they're all gonna come together. Because if they don't pay off the post-credit scene of Morbius, why spend all that time morbid in the first place? I... The closest we've come so far is Spider-Man No Way Home. That gave us five out of six members of the Sinister Six. Unless, like, New York is supposed to be the sixth member because, in a way, the city's kind of a character itself. I... 
While the prospect of seeing the Sinister Six in Beyond the Spider-Verse is definitely exciting, it also raises some important questions. Would including the full Sinister Six in Beyond the Spider-Verse make things feel overstuffed? Because you already have the Spider Society and the spot to deal with. Well, the answer is yes and no, depending on how they do it. Based on Miles' predicament at the end of Across the Spider-Verse, we're likely going to spend some meaningful time on Earth-42. The revelation that Miles inadvertently took away abilities from his counterpart thanks to a multiversal anomaly probably won't sit well with him even if it isn't Miles' fault in any way, shape, or form. However, the presence of the Sinister Six cartel makes for a unique way for our Miles to show Earth-42 Miles what they're both inherently capable of. So maybe this version of the Prowler is like a Robin Hood-like figure that robs other criminals. Or maybe he's a low-level villain trying to carve out a slice of these supervillainous fiefdoms across New York. Regardless, it seems like the perfect setup for both of these Miles is to work together to knock the cartel down a peg and make the city safer for all of their loved ones. And if nothing else, it provides even more fodder for cooler set pieces while the two dueling groups of multiverse-hopping spider people try to track down Miles. Seeing Miles help out his multiversal counterpart to improve their collection collective existence feels fitting with his character arc and his assertion that Spider-Man can always save the day. After all, the canon on Earth-42 was supposed to contain a Spider-Man, and now that Miles is here, they finally have one. So maybe he can help put things back to normal, or at the very least make them slightly less dangerous. It's also a great way to create additional stakes for Miles on Earth-42 as we build towards his inevitable showdown with the spot in Beyond the Spider-Verse next year. Well, that is assuming the release date for that movie doesn't shift. Because, speaking with The Hollywood Reporter, star Haley Steinfeld revealed that whereas she started recording dialogue for Across the Spider-Verse almost immediately after Into the Spider-Verse, she is yet to record anything for Beyond the Spider-Verse. When asked about the sequel, she said, As you can imagine, this has been an ongoing thing since the moment the first one came out. There's been so much focus and everyone's blood, sweat, and tears has been put into making this the most incredible and best version of itself that it can be. Given that it took five years between Into the Spider-Verse and Across the Spider-Verse, as well as how ambitious the animation was in the sequel, I could see them taking their sweet time with the third installment of this series. And you know what? That's totally fine. Take all the time you need, especially if it's as good as Across the Spider-Verse. Anyway, folks, there you have it. That's everything you need to know about the Sinister Six theory for Beyond the Spider-Verse. We'll have plenty of other Spider-Verse deep dives coming your way over on Nerdist as well. But in the meantime, though, tell us, what do you think of this theory? Do you want to see the Sinister Six in Beyond the Spider-Verse? What other villains do you want to see in that movie? I'm gonna put some dirt in your eye. Let us know in the comments below, and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, make sure you stay tuned to Nerdist.com.